0: A company, an organization is not set up to meet your needs, right? They're not set up to, you know, to develop your skill sets, to meet your needs, to create the best experience of life that you want to have. Companies or organizations are not set up that way. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players, we are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. how to negotiate a salary with higher pay with confidence. Right? Are you at the point in your career path where you feel that you are not being paid your worth? Are you ready to be paid your worth and you recognize that the skill sets that you've been developing over the years, the length of time that you've been in this company, the value that you've been adding in your in your teams is not quite commensurate with the pay that you have been receiving. If you are somebody who wants to know, how do I ask for higher pay? How do I get that salary raise? How do I ask for a raise? then in this video what I want to share with you are some of the five habits you want to develop if you want to have that confidence and that certainty when you go in for the ask and that you can ask effectively. So I'm going to share with you five habits that you want to adapt right away habit number one is to declare your values. Don't declare your needs. Now, most people, when they go in for the ask, they ask for a raise, they ask for more money. What they do is they bring forward their needs. For example, right? I have three kids I need to raise. I have certain bills to pay, right? There is, there has been inflation, right? And I need to be, and I need to have a little bit more pay so that I can provide for my loved ones, right? Those are your needs, right? Those are my needs if I was bringing them into those in the conversation, right? So that's the habit that most people have is bringing their needs but needs you don't want to bring in your needs because if you bring in your needs right truth be told a company an organization is not set up to meet your needs right they're not set up to you know, to develop your skill sets, to meet your needs, to create the best experience of life that you want to have. Companies or organizations are not set up that way, right? right? Companies and organizations, they're set up to be profitable. They're set up to be productive, to be innovative, to ensure that they survive and not just survive, to ensure that they continue thriving into the future of their industry, right? So if you want to be effective when it comes to negotiating your pay, then you got to bring your value, Come prepared to know specifically how have you brought value into this organization. Be specific, right? Did you increase costs or did you increase cost savings somewhere? Right? Did you increase profit margins somewhere? Did you help reduce, you know, time spent in certain processes? Be specific and bring the evidence, right? Bring the facts. Come prepared, tell stories of exactly how you example of examples of exactly how you brought that value in and where was that value. Because companies companies wanna know one thing. They want to know that you are not just an expense. They want to know that you're not an expense to the company, that you are adding value, that you are helping them to meet those ultimate goals of every organization or every company. Right. So bring your values and don't bring your needs. Because let's face it, you are here to sell yourself. This whole conversation where you are negotiating your salary is a conversation where you are selling yourself. You're selling your skills, your knowledge, your expertise, the value that you have to bring. You are selling yourself. And effective sales is nothing more than uncovering the value of what you have to bring to communicate it effectively. So that those, who, the person, the audience who's hearing the value will have no choice. And it is a no-brainer to pay you your worth. And that's what sales is. So that's why you want to declare your value and be effective at communicating the value of what you have to bring. So that is habit number one, declare your value. Habit number two is communicate powerfully, not passively. The habit that most people have when it comes to negotiating their salary is that they are so focused on being agreeable, right? Agreeable. They want to be agreeable. They want to be liked. They have a value system where it is so important to them to be liked right? That they don't want to step on toes. They don't want to appear as an interrupter. They don't want to appear as being too greedy, right? They want to be liked. And with this value system, what happens is that they work so hard to keep their reputation. They work so hard not to disturb any relationship, any perceived interruptions or challenges in the relationship that they want to be agreeable. And therefore they don't advocate for their own interests. Because you don't want to be agreeable. Now, you don't want to be on the other end of the spectrum and be extremely disagreeable as well. Instead, what you want to do is you want to communicate powerfully, right? Advocate for yourself. Communicate what your interests are and do it from a standpoint of knowing what you want to achieve for yourself, but communicating the value of what you have to bring and linking it to the benefits that the company or your teams stand to gain as a result of what you bring, your skills and your knowledge and your experience. Habit number three, develop clarity to create confidence. Right? This is, this whole video is about how do you negotiate a salary with confidence, right? In order to have confidence, you must first have clarity, clarity of what you want. Now, most people, most professionals, when they go into for a salary conversation, they don't know what they want. The habit that they have is to give a range of, well, I think that I feel that I should be paid between this amount and this amount. And so they give a range and the range causes confusion because when you give a range, right the company is going to have a perception that you're not clear on what it is worth to you you're not clear on what that number is to you and why and so they're going to tend towards the lower end of that range and if that's not what you want then you're not going to get what you what you're interested in you're not going to get what you desire or what you or what you know to be your worth so instead what you want to do is you want to have clarity create clarity what is that number for you there's two numbers you must be absolutely clear on the first is your ideal number what is that number and you have to have a clear justification of that number it can't just be a feeling or an intuition it must be backed up by evidence what is that number to you the ideal number and it's based on some research on what some industry averages are at the same time it is some research on what the geographic averages are in your area and also the history of the company what they're used to paying what they have paid in the past, if there has been precedents. So you want to do this research and come with that ideal number. And you got to be clear on what that number is and why. Have that justification of why that number. The second number you must be clear on is what is the lowest number that you can accept. The lowest number you can accept. right? And this is a number where you don't want to go below it. Because if you go below it, you will feel uninspired. You'll feel like you undersold yourself. You'll still feel undervalued and nothing will have changed. The status quo will have continued. So once you know those two numbers, the third thing to be clear on is what is your BATNA? B-A-T-N-A. And it stands for your best alternative to a negotiated agreement. Let's say, for example, the company responds to you and says, you know what, I'm sorry, we are just not in the budget right now or in this, in this part, we are starting some new projects or we are reorganizing the org structure or we have a new wave of new hires and we are unable to comply with any salary request at this moment, right? So what's your BATNA, your best alternative? It could be, for example, a vacation. It could be negotiation in terms of the the pr- proportion of time you spend in the office versus working at home. It could be, for example, a potential benefit for professional development that the company supports you with. So what is your best alternative? You have to have that clarity to know what you want. When you have that clarity, only then can you communicate with confidence. Because most of the time, we go through feeling like we're not our worth we feel undervalued and that's what we feel but we don't know what we desire and so that creates confusion because when you try to have a conversation and you're not clear yourself it creates confusion in your audience because they sense that you don't know what you want and so therefore they might suggest something that you don't desire and again it goes back to the previous point if you're if you're focused on being agreeable then you might settle for something that is less than what you feel you deserve or less than what you truly do desire but you don't want to say that because you want to be agreeable, right? So have those three things. Clarity creates confidence. So those are the three things you want to have absolute clarity on before you approach this salary negotiation conversation. Habit number four. And by the way, if you're somebody who is serious about wanting to know, to know how do I negotiate? How do I actually navigate the conversation? Now that I've given you these habits and these tactics, if you're somebody who wants to take it to the next level and you are ready to apply this now and you just want to know how to do it, right? I'm showing you what to do, but you are ready and you're serious and you want to know how to do it. Then I invite you to click the link below this video. You'll see a link. to apply for my executive coaching program. And this is where I'm gonna take you through the steps by step. How do you do this? How do you implement these talking points? How do you implement these negotiations? Maybe you are negotiating on salary. Maybe you're negotiating on something else. I'm gonna take you step by step so that you can rise the ranks into leadership. So that you can be in a place where you are on your most inspired and lucrative career path. So if you are an established career professional, and you want to take things to the next level with my help and my mentorship, then click on the link below and I'll see you on the inside. Habit number four, command the room with a strong presence, strong presence, right? Most of the time, you know, I have been a executive coach for over 10 years and the biggest mistake that most career professionals make when they're going into this conversation of negotiation is that they wait until they are invited before they begin. They wait until their manager or their supervisor or their boss invites them to speak on salary before they advocate for themselves. Rather than waiting, what you want to do is you want to command the room with a strong presence. It's okay to set an agenda. It's okay to sit down with your manager and with your boss and ask for permission to have this discussion. Right? But again, you want to relay it back to the values of their values, the values of the team, the values of the organization. Right? It's okay to take control of the conversation and command the room and advocate for yourself. It is okay to do that. Instead of waiting for the annual performance review, once which happens once a year, and those performance reviews are highly, highly ineffective in terms of communicating what you've done for the past year anyways, instead of waiting for once a year, why not take the opportunity in your own hands. Why not? Why not create that window, create that opportunity to get in front of your manager or the key stakeholders who have an influence on your professional future and let them know what you've done. Let them know, show them the value of Dubra. And again, take them through the steps that I have shown you before, All right? So command the room with your strong presence. And it's okay to ask them questions to understand where they're at and what their thoughts are in terms of moving forward with a salary negotiation discussion. When you set the agenda, it's really important that you share with them what the intended outcome is. One of the most, the biggest things that you can do for your manager or your supervisor in that meeting is to let them know what your intention is. That way they know that you're not wasting time. That way they know that you are prepared. You've come with an intention to move things forward, right? So that is habit number four. Now let's talk about habit number five, the last habit. And this one is key. Habit number five is to draw their participation in this conversation, draw their participation. You see the one of the habits that, the habits which is a mistake that most professionals make is that when they're in this negotiation what they do is they keep stating things they tell things right they share what they've done they keep making statements like i deserve to be paid this this is what the industry average is right this is what the precedence was and so they're so busy stating making statements right and when you make statements what it creates is a one-way conversation it's a one-way street which is not a conversation a conversation is both ways both ways so instead of making the statements throughout the whole conversation what you want to do is you want to ask questions questions draw their participation now in any sales discussion in if a really good salesperson remember this is a sales conversation essentially of it the, the essence of this is a sales conversation an effective salesperson is one who asks questions because when you ask questions that's where you solicit their participation The other thing is that when you ask questions, this is when you understand what their values are and when you understand their values, what their values are, that's when you know it's important to them and that's how you can link it back to their values, link back your ask to how it's going to benefit them, right? And when you ask questions, this is where you are actively listening. What are you listening for? When you ask questions, what you're listening for is you're trying to gauge their feelings in terms of what it, what, how they feel in terms of moving forward with a salary discussion. You're trying to gauge where they're at in terms of this particular situation and what the outcome potentially is. And when you draw their participation through open-ended questions, discovery questions, this is where essentially you are creating an environment between you and your manager, you and your boss, where it is collaborative. It is now collaborative, right? And now they can get a sense. They really feel that you are on their side. You just created a collaboration, right? So this works on so many different levels. Now I want to hear from you, right? Because learning this information is not enough because information, knowledge is not what creates power. The power to act is, is acting on it. It is implementation. So I want to hear from you. Implement which of these steps resonated with you the most and which one do you really have to work towards? Which one do you have to work on? Cause chances are there's going to be like one or two things that I shared with you in this video that you're going to hear that maybe that's really where your weakness is and that's what you really, really got to work on. So comment below. I want to hear from you and as well, remember to like, give me a thumbs up, like my video, subscribe to my channel as well, because I release a new video every single week on subjects like this in terms of getting your career to the next level in terms of performance, leadership, communications, and speaking. Right? So I look forward to hanging out with you in my next video.